0: My name is Robert Morrison, and this is the Things That Matter To Me podcast. Uh, welcome once again, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode. We are going to be calling this the uh, the actual kickoff to Season 2 of the podcast uh, here, and we're going to do that by transitioning away from the things that we started off with. We talked about music, we talked about um, sports, and we'll be returning to those things uh, periodically throughout uh, the the whole of Season 2 throughout this year in 2020. Uh, but we're going to transition a little bit into talking about movies here to start off season two of the things that matter to me podcast, uh, by the way, happy new year and happy 2020 to all of you out there listening to, uh, the podcast. I do want to, uh, remind you that you can check us out at various places throughout social media and, um, online, uh, but we'll get more into that in just a little bit. Um do want to talk a little bit about uh, the reasons that movies matter uh, before we transition into another co- topic of conversation as it relates to movies as well. Uh, so we're going to start that conversation uh, in a very similar way that we talked about uh, why music matters and why sports matters with this conversation, uh, well, conversation with myself, uh, about why movies matter. And it's uh, pretty simple. I got four things for you. Um, movies matter first and foremost uh because to my mind they allow stories of all kinds to be told and for the viewers of these movies to see things from perspectives that aren't their own um now this is of course in an ideal world where everybody will go to see any movie regardless of what the what it's about or um who's in it or anything along these lines now uh, i'm not naive enough to know or to think that this is the way that the world works right uh this is not um a perfect world, it's not a perfect situation. Not every person is going to, to go watch every movie. Um, and the fact of the matter is that a lot of movies are telling stories about things that are not true. Uh, you look at the largest um, uh, money grossing movies of years past, uh, from 2019 2018, and 2018, in the last you know maybe decade, decade and a half or so, uh, it is movies about comic book characters and movies about superheroes and movies about uh, space exploration um and i'm not talking about like apollo 13 more like star wars type things and while i like a lot of these movies and certainly appreciate them and 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 have watched many of them and enjoyed a lot of them uh the avenger series and that sort of thing um, i'm not uh silly enough to think oh well these stories are telling the truth about what our current life experience uh that's just not true there are situations where that happens but uh, it's not those types of movies but so while i i I would not say that. this is true of all types of movies it is an overarching reason uh why movies matter because you know regardless of whether or not the stories are quote unquote important or anything along those lines these are um, effectively made uh uh, films and they have some sort of story to tell and I think that's really important uh the second reason that movies matter is because they uh, they give visuals to the written word and allow for the creation of worlds now I for those of you uh you know book are better Books are better than movies uh, crowd, and um, as a reader and English uh, instructor uh, myself, I'm, I'm not going to argue with you that, that books don't have merits. I'm sure we'll get to that at some point along the course of the, the podcast, but um, I, I don't like the book versus movie argument. Uh, I think it's a silly one. Uh, because they're two different mediums and the the, the storytellers in those particular cases are, are trying to achieve different goals. Um, and I also don't want it to be heard that I'm saying that movies can't, uh, uh, or the books can't provide world creation and all that kind of stuff. A lot of the greatest uh, creations of, of world building have been done by, by writers. And I think that's really important uh, to keep uh, people like uh, J.R.R. Tolkien and uh, C.S. Lewis in mind when you think about these types of things. They created worlds without ever visualizing them in reality uh or in uh, movie reality in, in in whatever case that may be but eventually both of those storytellers got to see their movies they didn't get to see them but uh, readers of their of their work got to see their stories come alive and I think that that creates a new opportunity for other people to connect with with these um with these stories um and again as I saying as I was saying the um it's important to note uh, this whole book versus movie argument I think is not a matter of well, what one was better than the other or something along along that line. I just don't buy into that. I just don't think it makes any sense. Uh, there are two different mediums with two different goals and why they might be telling a similar story. And it is the movie's job to adapt uh, the book. And it is the movie's job to to try to capture the essence of the story as best they can. And so I think that's really important as well. Uh, The third reason that movies matter is because they bring division, or they bring people together, or at least they should, um, in my opinion. Um, There's a lot of division all over the world. We don't have to spend a lot of time talking about that. Um, And sadly, I think it's moving into art uh, as well, where we're seeing division amongst people who should be agreeing about things. Um, And this isn't to say that you can't disagree about the way you feel about a movie that i can't have an opinion about a movie that you think is great and it disagrees and contradicts what you say or vice versa but it is to say that it shouldn't create this this sort of rift um ideally in in the best case scenario people go to movies because even though they might disagree with a particular person or a particular group of people on every other thought in the whole wide world they can go together and go sit in a movie together and they're like, we're experiencing this together, this is what we want to do, and it's important, and uh, so we're going to do that. And then lastly, uh, movies matter because they are probably, and please uh, don't, don't necessarily think that, that uh, there could be others that I'm missing, but the, they're probably the only viable art form left that can be equal parts quality and financially successful. Now, I'm not saying that this is 100% true all the time. Uh, there are lots of movies that are quality and not financial, financially successful. There are lots of movies that are not quality and are financially successful, and so on and so forth, the other sort of ways that we can look at that as well. But there are opportunities for a movie to be really great and also be really well-liked. I think both those things can be possible. And I think that's that's one of the rare uh, opportunities these days. Unfortunately, books and, uh, you know, paintings and that sort of thing are often not that way, especially in our modern day and age. Um, And again, I don't want this to be heard like, you know, movies are better than all other forms of art because I'm not saying that at all. Uh, But what I am saying is that they they have a, a particular place in the culture. And I think that's that's really important to keep in mind. No. If I could pause, why are we doing all this? Let's back it up. The family has desperate motives. And when good people get desperate, the knives come out. You know something, spill it. I suspect foul play. What? What? <laughs> did you just Google that? I did just Google that. you gotta do this more often. So I wanted to transition into the second part of this episode by just talking about uh some movies that i saw in uh 2019 which was you know last year uh some movies that i saw in 2019 that i that i really enjoyed uh and that i um thought were great and then talk a little bit in some small detail about uh the golden globe ceremony that just happened uh, a couple of weeks ago um and sort of my thoughts about that as it relates to that i did um do a um a a series of blogs on my website, uh, robertsmorson.com, if you haven't checked that out, um, where I I ran through the last uh, 10 years and talked about some uh, films that I loved from that period. And I did um, touch briefly on 2019. Uh, By the time I finished 2019, I had not finished seeing everything uh, from 2019. So the list is not exhaustive by any particular stretch of the imagination and and one of the things that i mentioned uh in that time when i wrote this was that i had not finished seeing uh all of the movies that were on this list um but just uh things to to kind of to kind of go through um just just to kind of start us off with uh the the things that i did not see and may in fact 10 or have not seen um As of now the list has actually changed a little bit i didn't see us um i didn't see dumbo or shazam high life john wick three because i haven't seen any of the john wick movies uh the souvenir uh book smart yesterday uh the goldfinch hustlers uh el camino uh, a breaking bad movie mother's motherless Brooklyn, uh the report i have seen parasite since uh since i wrote the blog uh once upon a time in hollywood uh i have seen the irishman since i wrote the blog i've finished it it took me a while and I may in fact have to go back and watch it in one full sitting because it just was difficult to get through I have seen 17 or 1917 sorry since I wrote the blog uh Midsommar Frozen 2 Cats which I don't intend to see uh (laughs) The Lion King uh The Lighthouse Jojo Rabbit Pain and Glory Bombshell um Aladdin which I actually have seen now that it's on Disney Plus uh Zombieland Double Attack Tap Dark Phoenix which I probably will not see uh godzilla king of monsters and it chapter two which i didn't see the first one so there's no reason for that so those movies uh are ones that i have seen since then um and then i made a list of movies that i was i was kind of disappointed in i saw them but i but they were not not the things that i really expected them to be or was sort of a little underwhelmed by them uh glass uh lego movie uh two the second part high flying bird which i found to be a little bit distracting in terms of how the story was told and uh, not quite what I was expecting it to be. How to Train Your Dragon: The Hidden World, uh, the laundromat, which was weird and kind of not really very captivating. Uh, Captain Marvel, which I thought could have been more, and was sort of a little bit underwhelming in that regard. Uh, Star Wars: The Rise of Skywalker, which we could write it do an entire uh, <laughs> podcast um, or series of podcasts on why that was disappointing, and then uncut gems. Um, I will see. I will say that of the movies that I said that I have added to my list. Um, Uh, the Irishman was, again, it was a lot to take in, uh, on the initial viewing. And so I I don't know that I would add it to my list of like things that I really liked. I admired it in a lot of ways, but I don't don't think that it's near the top of the list. Um, Parasite, I I don't know. Um, I thought it was a really well-made film and it had a lot of interesting ideas, but whether or not it's one of those movies that I would want to like revisit a lot or what I would count among my best of the, of the year. Um, I don't know about that either. Um, but again a couple of other uh key ones like once upon a time in hollywood and jojo rabbit i still have yet to see and hopefully we'll get that remedied uh throughout the rest of the year now things that i did like that i saw this year uh um a great deal uh, toy story 4 was was great great addition to the uh the canon of toy story movies if you can call it such things Avengers uh, avengers endgame was a, a great cap to the 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 way to so all the work that uh, Marvel's been doing with their uh, movie studio and the and the series of films that they've been making throughout the, the last decade or so, uh, Spider-Man: Far From Home, which at the time uh, kind of felt like a a um, a really sad way to end Spider-Man's run in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, turns out that's not going to be the case. But um, I thought it was a not as good as Homecoming, but really uh, still an enjoyable film. Um, at Astro, which was a a movie that I um, Broke a really a pretty long run of, uh, not going to the movies for 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 a couple of months, um, and and my wife uh, <laughs> sat down to watch that movie with me. I, it was a really interesting film, um, pretty slow and meandering, but a, a really good um uh, performance from Brad Pitt, um, Joker, which I know gets a lot of it gets a lot of grief. I I I, I would certainly say that it's among the tops for reasons related mostly to the the Joaquin Phoenix performance and the sort of uh, uh topsy-turvy It's probably a little bit underwhelming of a word um but it's it, it's a movie that I, I I was not expecting to like as much as I did um given some of the of the elements combined with it but I I, I enjoyed it I don't think it's maybe one of the best best movies of of 2019 but I d- I did like it um and admire a lot of the work that was done uh Ford versus versus Ferrari uh was another great movie um that I saw this year I just thought just two great performances from uh Matt Damon and Christian Bale um and just one of those movies that you're just watching it and you're the whole time you were just very impressed with like how it's made and and what's going on with it so I think that was really good uh Marriage Story which is a uh, Netflix film uh from Noah Baumbach um really enjoyed it as well it's a it's a tough watch um but it's uh certainly worth watching again great performances from uh scarlett johansson and adam driver both uh, nominated for oscars for their performance in the film uh richard jewell uh i know that a lot of move a lot of uh, people have given this movie flack and there are certainly uh negatives about this movie and it uh, sort of plays fast and loose with the truth in a lot of cases um but it um is a sort of captivating way uh, to tell the story, I know there's a lot of uh, peripheral things that are problematic about it, uh, but in terms of the, the lead performance and, and really the performance from Kathy Bates, um, also no- also nominated for an Oscar for this for this film, I think was uh, uh, worth made the movie worth watching. And as someone who was you know pretty young when that situation happened, it was interesting to watch it from that perspective. Even though I I had to keep uh, reminding myself this is maybe not exactly how the details worked out. Uh, a Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood um, was a little different than what I was expecting it to be. It's not really a Mr. Rogers movie in spite of the title uh, and in spite of the fact that they've used Tom Hanks' performance as a sort of front for the movie, but it's really about the relationship uh, between the journalist who's writing about Mr. Rogers and his family, uh, particularly his relationship with his father. And so I think that is um, maybe not exactly the thing that you want, but I think it was a really like lovely film, um, and the way that uh, the um, the filmmakers decided to uh, ma- really place the movie in a pl- in, in a in a situation where it's almost like a, a, a really lengthy episode of, of uh, Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood, in that there's a there's a through line to the entire story. Um, and I thought that Tom Hanks was really good as, uh, Mr. Rogers as well. Uh, Little Women is next on the list. Um, I thought it was a really interesting way to retell the story. Um, it's, it plays a little, again, a little loose with the, with the narrative structure, uh, that, um, that Luce May Alcott's book has. Um, and I would wonder, and I think this is my sort of major gripe with the film, I would wonder uh if you didn't know the story and hadn't read the book or seen other versions of the film if you would get uh the sort of way that the structure the movie that Greta Gerwig has created is structured There's this sort of uh back and forth nature to the timeline and the sort of the, the same actresses playing the same girls at different points in their life um and it, it doesn't take long to sort of figure out the visual clues and the visual cues about what's going on and figuring that out but it does sort of ruin some of the narrative elements that are supposed to be sort of quote-unquote surprises if you don't um if you don't know how it ends but um I, all in all a really well made and really well acted film um knives out which is uh ryan johnson's follow-up to star wars the last jedi um and it's just a rip-roaring good good time um of a murder mystery movie it's just, it's just stupendous um daniel craig is just hamming it up uh, in, in the sort of uh, role of the detective and there's a lot of great uh, supporting roles as well. It's definitely one of those ones that's worth uh, seeing uh, multiple times and, and one that uh, I really enjoy and I'm looking forward to a, uh, a sequel that's supposed to be coming out um, in that it's sort of the same uh, uh, detective that, that Craig plays will be solving another mystery. So that's really cool. Um, and then, like I said, uh, I did see um parasite and i thought it was very interesting and um very off-putting and uh ended up being quite different than what i expected it to be Uh, i'd heard people describe it as a thriller and it just it wasn't there and then all of a sudden the 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 tension got turned up and that was really interesting um it's a certainly uh uh it's a enlightening commentary movie about what happens uh what is happening in the world that uh, in which the movie is set, which my understanding is pretty modern-day uh, Korea, and so that's kind of eye-opening in in that regard too. Um, the Irishman, like I said, uh, really uh, interesting film. Really, uh, lots of ideas in there. Lots of good work from Al Pacino and Joe Pesci and Robert De Niro. Um, I, I I don't want to use the it's too long excuse, but it was it was difficult to get through because of the length um uh, and really because of the content <laughs> and having it at home um in that regard too was a problem um a friend of mine i was talking to him when i finally uh, finished the movie the other day i was like yeah i finished the movie and he was like congratulations it's not even really that long and i was like yeah i know uh he was like oh you went to see lord of the rings return of the king i was like yeah true they're about the same length that's true but here's the difference is is that when i was in the movie theater watching return of the king i was there and i was captivated by, by it and i was connected to it the whole idea of having something on netflix is that i can turn it on and i can watch it for a little bit and then if you know my family comes home i can turn it off and come back to it later something along those lines and i think being able to do that whether or not i wanted to do it or it was the quote-unquote right thing to do is it's what i did um and so i think it it works Um, And I think it's a really well-made movie, and I think there's a lot of really good stuff going on there, and especially in the last hour or so when it really kicks in. Um, And I understand the length of it, uh, but um, I don't know uh Scorsese I really appreciate his movies but I don't know that I really love them if that makes any sense um Aladdin which I noted would probably go on my disappointment list uh it just doesn't work as a live action movie that's just the long and short of that um and then the last movie that I want to mention here is 1917 1917 uh definitely uh, among my top I don't know like two or three movies of the year uh that's of course leaving out something like Once Upon a Time in Hollywood or Judge a Rabbit or um, a couple other things that may come into play a little bit later on. But I just thought it was a really effective, really affecting uh, movie. It's a war movie in that it is set during a war, but I would not call it a war movie in the same way that something like uh, Saving Private Ryan is, or something along those lines where there's lots of big battle sequences. Well, there's really just the one big big battle sequence in um, Saving Private Ryan, but something along those lines where there's a lot of actual war happening. A lot of this is, is, is behind the lines, and um, it's not specific war scenes, but it is um, harrowing, and it is uh, pretty violent in a lot of places, but it's just really well made, and it really, really, really affected me um, in a sort of emotional way, and I thought uh, the performances from the two leads, who are two actors I've never seen before, uh, were just fantastic. And the other, the other thing about it is it's just so, well, so technically well made. The cinematography from Roger Deakins is just otherworldly. Um, and I do want to take some time to go watch the uh, the uh, featurette that they did about how they made it because um, watching them watching the movie actually happen, I was just like, "What in the world is happening? How did they do this?" Uh, and I, and I'm I'm really fascinated to see how that's gonna go. And the Golden Globe goes to 1917. Wow. Coming to the stage tonight for 1917, our director, writer, and producer Sam Mendes, and producer Pippa Harris, accepting the Golden Globe tonight for 1917, Sam Mendes. Thank you very, very much. There are. Thank you so much. This this is a huge, huge thing. This is a huge thing for this movie. It opens in a week wide. It's difficult to make movies without big movie stars in the leads and and get people to come and see it in a cinema. And I really hope this means that people will turn up and see it on a big screen for which it was intended. I want to say thank you to Christy Wilson Cairns, my co-writer, Tom Newman for his incredible score, three extraordinary producers, and to the HFPO for this... Uh, and for what you've given to this movie. Thank you so very, very much. So we're going to use the uh, 1917 conversation as a way to transition into talking about the uh, Golden Globes. So the Golden Globes took place um, just a couple of weeks ago um, as we're listening to this, uh, the first uh, Sunday in uh, January. Um, And I watched all of them and uh, was... You know surprised in some cases and not surprised in other cases a couple of uh things that i want to point out in terms of actual uh not necessarily not necessarily surprises but just things that i was uh pleased to see um uh first of all uh it was it was cool to um see brad pitt up there even though i have not seen uh, once upon a time in hollywood it's just it's just cool to watch him talk uh because it's it's fun when he when he's he's a winner of things, and so I think that's that's good, um, and it kind of made me more excited for uh, to see that movie. Uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood also won uh, best motion picture musical or comedy, and best screenplay for Quentin Tarantino. Um, uh, Joaquin Phoenix winning for Joker was not a surprise in any way, shape, or form. Uh, couple of the the bigger surprises uh f- first of all 1917 winning i hadn't seen the movie at that particular point um and i was fully expecting for them to go for them to go with like the irishman or something even more bizarre like joker in that particular case um but 1917 kind of came out of nowhere and it, it really sort of built up the excitement for that movie uh in in terms of like uh wanting to see it and it certainly lived up to, to that uh, uh to that a uh, big hype for the for the whole thing um uh, renee zellweger winning for judy it's just one of those like tiring type of uh awards campaigns movement i haven't seen the movie i don't really intend to see the movie it's the only thing that um the film was nominated for the golden globes it's the only thing that the film was nominated for at the oscars uh is her performance it sort of seems like one of those good performance in a bad uh movie type of things where we've just sort of coronated that particular uh performance and that's the way it is um personally i would like to see someone like scarlett johansson or maybe shersha ronan uh step in to win that but we'll see how it goes i I, I don't have high hopes for that um let's see uh other things that were surprising probably the biggest surprise um in terms of this um as far as the the golden globes were concerned because most everything else went went pretty chalk um i think there was a slight surprise taron edgerton winning um at uh, best picture or best performance by an actor in a motion picture musical or comedy over maybe Leonardo DiCaprio who is in the Oscar uh category, just best actor overall. Would really like to say Daniel Craig win in that in that uh situation by the way. Um and then probably the biggest outside of like Sam Mendes, which should have been like a like, hey, guess what? Guess who's gonna win this uh, um this award, the best picture award should have told you something there when he won that award. But uh, the biggest, most shocking one was definitely the win for best motion picture animated of missing link over frozen 2*, how to change your dragon hidden world, toy story four. And for some reason, the lion King, which I don't understand uh, missing link, not nominated for an Oscar. In fact, I think if I'm not mistaken, only two of these movies are actually nominated for oscars in this same category uh i think that 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 holds but i'm gonna um animated feature film yeah how to chain a dragon and toy story 4 are the only holdovers no missing link also in there um so we could see a repeat uh you could see on the eyes of the uh the winners the the filmmakers that they were shocked um i think this is probably toy story 4's uh, award to win at the oscars but who even knows at this point uh, beyond that, uh, Parasite won for um, for foreign language film. Uh, it was cool to see Hildur uh I, however you say that, it's a tough name, uh, who won for Joker, kind of an interesting uh, changeover uh, from, from the, the, the boys' club of the, the motion picture score. Um, uh, not terribly surprising to see Elton John win for original song uh beyond that the television stuff eh, i don't care uh my friend and i were sort of guessing the awards back and forth and i would randomly get television one right but those ones are not really that important to me so um looking forward to the oscars the oscars are the uh sunday after the super bowl so that is um february the 9th um the nominations came out uh earlier this week we will get to again an opportunity to talk more about these in more detail um, I'm actually going to invite my old uh, podcast host from uh, Brew with a View podcast, uh, Ryan Hefner, my good friend and a fellow film enthusiast, to come on and join me. And we're going to talk about the Oscars, maybe do a couple of uh, sort of reaction things, but also um, <laughs> to take to take a guess and see if we can figure out what it is exactly that the, the Academy is going to do. Because um, whoever knows, nobody ever really knows. Um, but just as a kind of quick Quick aside, for the most part, things went about exactly as you expect. Um, a lot of love for Joker. 11 nominations in that particular regard. The Irishman also got a lot of nominations. I think about was uh, 10, which is the second most. Um, so it'll be interesting to see the direction that this goes um, moving forward. But uh, I think uh, 2019 was a really interesting uh, movie year. And so I'm interested to see, we'll be interested to see how the uh, Oscars sort of cap this off as we move into... 2020 um so thanks for listening again to the uh things that matter to me podcast uh be sure to check out the twitter and instagram pages at ttmtmpod for more information on the podcast or you can tell me why these things matter to you um and please leave us a rating and subscribe on itunes or wherever you get your podcasts you can also email me at things that matter to me pod at gmail.com until then this has been robert morrison and these things matter (laughs)